Today's episode is sponsored by the 2023 Rhode Island Business Summit, presented by Stella Business Concepts on September 21st at the Event Factory in Warwick, Rhode Island. Join us to connect with B2B vendors, amazing networking opportunities, and guest speakers like Patricia Ratskin, who will talk to you about podcasting for your business, leadership with Mary Sullivan, or customer retention with me, Erica Sicoccio, and more. We have panelists, and we also have a very fun, amazing Lunch and Learn with Rhode Island comic Poppy Champlin. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website at www.stellabusinessconcepts.com. See you there. Hey guys, welcome to Practical Biz Podcast. I am your host, Erica Sicoccio, and I want to talk to you today about why you as a business owner should stop renting and purchase your own commercial property with a 504 loan. Today we are joined with James from Ocean State Business Development, who is a expert, if you will, on the 504 loan. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So welcome to our show. Yes, thank you, Erica. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So um, tell us, maybe let's start, before we even dig into the loan, why do you think it makes sense for business owners to purchase commercial property? Well, you know, under the SBA program, uh, it's really heavily incentivized, um, and the SBA is really there to uh, get small businesses into owning real estate, into expanding their business. Uh, the whole purpose of the SBA is for the expansion of, of job and job creation. Um, and so with respect to uh, small business owners uh, seeking to uh, purchase commercial real estate, you know, our stereotypical client has been renting forever. They finally dust off that lease agreement and they say, hey, you know, for what I'm paying in rent on a triple net basis, I could actually start building equity in our in their property. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, agree with that. So I, I really want people to think about if your business is successful or you have something that's really proven out, it doesn't really make sense to rent. I would agree right? with that. Yes. If you're new, I mean, here's, I mean, here's, here's in my mind as a business coach. If you're new and you're not 100 percent sure that your proof of concept is going to work, that's when renting makes sense. You know, you do a, a shorter term lease, see how things go. Absolutely. It's not as much of a commitment. But if you're, you know, you've been doing it for a lot of years and you are a pro in your field, it does it doesn't make sense to rent. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and I 100 agree with that. Both both on the small business side as well as the personal side. You yeah, know, you know, you as a uh, residential home buyer, um, you know, same thing. Why would you rent when you can own? Yes, I, that's that's a great analogy. So, and I think too, when you rent, you know, that's a liability. When you purchase a, a property, that's an asset. Absolutely, and so it helps you build wealth. Absolutely, and then also, I think you know, I'm a little bit older now. Sorry to say, but I'm a little bit older now. So when you start to think about your exit strategy and when you go to sell a business, it's certainly worth so much more, Absolutely. significantly more if you have commercial property attached to that Absolutely. as opposed to a lease. And you're not at the mercy of anybody else. Yeah. You know, I always tell our clients that, you know, obviously you're investing in the business, you're finding a permanent uh, home and ideally you're finding your dream building. That's not only going to increase the capacity of your business on a go forward basis, but I always say this is also an annuity for you. So if you sell the business, 
uh, and you keep the real estate and you want to keep that um, rental income coming in, yeah, obviously that's great. Or if you want to sell the business with the real estate, that's essentially your retirement plan at the end yeah. of the day. Um, yeah, good point. And then I think too, 99% of businesses usually have to do a build out. So you're getting, if you get a you know, a 7A loan, you're taking that money out and you're investing it into someone else's property. Yes, yeah. And so then they jack up your rent. What are you going to do? Because now that space is worth more mm. with the loan that you took out <laughs> and the equity, both sweat and money and invested in someone else's building. So it just doesn't make sense. So Absolutely. let's dig into what is a 504 loan. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, let me take a step back. So Ocean State Business Development, we are what's called a certified development company licensed to offer what's called the SBA 504 program. And you indicated that Mark Hayward was on the show a couple weeks ago. I definitely yeah. need to check that episode yeah, out. Uh, Mark is a tremendous uh, ally. He's amazing. We're very fortunate to have him here in the state of Rhode Island. I agree. Um, but he loves this program. He loves all his SBA programs, but uh, I love the terminology that he uses. He calls the 504 program the window to Wall Street, which is amazing. Yes, he does. Um, so yeah, so basically uh, Ocean State Business Development, uh, we're a licensed certified development company, licensed off the 504 program. Basically how the program works is uh, we partner with banks and transactions. Uh, the bank takes 50% of the project. We come in with up to 40%, leaving the small business owner to come in with as little as 10% down. Basically, this whole program is all about keeping as much working capital and cash to our small business uh, owners' pockets um, to you know keep the lights on, pay their employees, uh, manage payroll, uh, purchase inventory. So we get them in the door with as little as 10% down, and then subsequently, our portion of the loan is fixed for 25 years. So no investment properties. This is really uh, the best program out there for any small business looking to purchase uh, commercial real estate. Yeah, I know. I, I used it. Yeah. <laughs> I used it and I went through Ocean State. Yes. Oh, well, I did. Um, so that's how we purchased our uh, first building yeah. uh, for the child care program. Yeah. Ab- exactly that. We yeah, absolutely. With uh, Ocean State Business Development and Bank R.I. Uh, and now I think it was, bank. yep, $50,000 down. And we were able to buy uh, a, a building that was $500,000. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a tremendous tool in, in any small business owner's pocket. And this really was designed for small businesses. You know, for example, I'm working with a client right now. Um, they are currently in a 20,000 square foot industrial building. And he, he's a furniture manufacturer. He is totally incapacitated at his current facility. Uh, so he finally find, found a piece of property. 50,000 square feet. So this building's not only uh, affordable to him with respect to the 10% down compared to a conventional bank loan, which requires 25 to 30% down, but this building, he's going to retrofit it out to be his dream building. It's going to increase capacity and it's going to, you know, basically provide consistent, stable growth on, you know, on a go forward basis. Yeah. And that's something really to consider too, because um, ironically, across the street was our first building. And okay. we outgrew, yeah, we outgrew it very quickly, <laughs> and then we moved to a larger location. But um, yeah, so that does happen too when you get a place and you're you start up and you grow much faster than you think you're going to. Yeah. Um, and you need more space. You don't want to keep having to move and reinvest, and Absolutely. you know. So yeah, that makes sense to get something just a smidge bigger yeah. so that you have that growth opportunity. So. Absolutely, yeah. So basically the biggest eligibility requirements is we like to see a small business be in operation for at least two years, kind of proven model concept. Um, and subsequently, uh, the biggest eligibility requirement is that the small business needs to occupy greater than 51% of the real estate. Um, so 
Uh, a lot of people think that mixed-use buildings are not permissible, but in fact, they are permissible. Um, that actually, we kind of like to see that because that adds a secondary source of income. So, you know, we can't do investment properties, but as long as the small business is truly going to occupy the majority of the space for what yep. uh, their business is, um, that's totally permissible as well. So. Yeah, and um, Mark had made a good point um, when people were trying to figure out what qualified and what didn't as far as that usage of spaces, if you're using downstairs for storage yes. or or you're using it as a workstation or whatever to count that. It isn't just your offices and your storefront, Absolutely. but any any part of that building that really is used for that, for your building, yeah. your business. Attic space, basement space, uh, if there's loading docks, yeah. um, you know, perhaps some outdoor space if you're a landscaper or something sure. like that. Yeah. Store your truck, store your equipment. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, anything that's going to help your business uh, grow. Um, and basically how we look at things, you know, if, if somebody has been renting forever, and as I mentioned, that's our kind of our stereotypical client, mm -hmm. uh, we have the ability during underwriting, not to get into the minutia, is add back all of that previous rental expenses. So that adds total available cash flow that we can underwrite the deal on because on a go forward basis, they're no longer going to be renting that space any yep. longer. They're going to be utilizing that, that capital for, uh, you know, principal and interest on the loan. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's definitely a great program. Um, so repayment terms, what do, what do those look like? Yeah. So as I mentioned, we partner with banks and transactions. Uh, the bank will be offering more than likely a 25 year amortization at a five year fix. That's kind of a traditional conventional bank loan. Uh, the bank takes 50% of the total project at a first mortgage. The benefit with us is, um, we provide a 25 year fixed and currently the interest rates are lower uh, than a conventional bank loan. Basically, where we get our capital from is government-guaranteed bonds that are yielded on the secondary market. Um, not Once again, not to get into the nitty-gritty, yeah, but... Okay, get uh, it. Yeah. We get into the weeds over here. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we're here. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the reasons that uh, the bonds are priced lower, uh, pricing is based uh, loosely off the 10-year treasury and the underlying derivatives of, of those treasury bonds. So, typically, the yields are a lot uh, lower and they're 100% guaranteed by the government. So the bondholders love these. Uh, the amount of capital that's out there is tremendous, and that's how we're able to pass on the fixed rate at a lower yep. uh, lower market rate um, than you know conventional bank. We got a good rate. We um, we purchased our building in 2008. Wow. We had a we still have a fantastic rate. Absolutely. Thank God, because the rates now I. I don't know that I would really love them at this at this. Yeah, time, absolutely. But. And to your point, you know, the the interest rate and knowing what you're getting into for 25 years, knowing you're going to have that steady payment, um, it really allows the small business owners to hedge against any interest rate sensitivity. Yeah, and, and so it goes fast, and it yeah. go it really does go fast. I mean, I we've, well, I think we're in you know year 16, and um, uh, now our payments are really just shaving. Yeah. Just shaving off the payments. I'm yeah, like, whoa, that's dropping, it's dropping, you know. Yeah, so we're we're in a lot of that um, you know, that principal part right now. Um what about um what do people need to do as far as documentation and what do they need to get ready to apply for a 504? Yeah, that's a that's a fabulous question. So basically our process is uh, we meet with the client, we kind of introduce ourselves, kind of who we are, what we do. I walk them through the process from start to finish. Now, if they've identified a property, they, they want to submit a letter of intent. Um, we walk them through the process with respect to if they want to do renovations, how to go about getting contractor quotes. Uh, we point them in the right directions of sophisticated closing attorneys um, that are sophisticated in this type of lending. Um, you know, the, basically one of the biggest things that we see 
um, that delays the process is borrower's counsel. I always say that borrower's counsel is like a quarterback in the transaction. You know, we're obviously all here to support the the borrower, the principal at the end of the day. Um, and from day one, we build a team. So whether it be it myself, the bank, uh, borrower's counsel, bank's counsel, uh, the broker, uh, yeah. drafting, purchase, and sales agreement, uh, we kind of uh, facilitate the whole transaction uh, from day one. So with respect to the application process, there's there's a few different ways that we typically look at things. So, for example, if we have a borrower that's identified a piece of property, they're thinking about putting a letter of intent in, but they're not 100% sure whether or not they can qualify on paper, that's totally fine. You know, oftentimes I still spend the time with them. We get a couple years of tax returns, maybe some updated interim financials, and I do a quick cash flow for them. Um, you know, I can from there I can give them somewhat of an arbitrary budget. Hey, we think we can, you can afford this on paper. Uh, maybe if you go out into the market, this is kind of what we feel comfortable with, if that kind of makes sense. Uh, and then depending on uh, the scenario, um, I always say that we're in the business of telling stories. Um, so if the building is a logical ex expansion of uh, the, the small businesses going concern, we do have the ability to, to rely on some projections there as long as there's a rational under, you know, sure. undertone as, as to do that. Um, now, on the flip side, if a borrower is already in a purchase sales agreement, uh, we walk them through the process, and then same thing. You know, we get uh, two years of historical tax returns, a personal financial statement, a debt schedule, uh, copies of licenses, and some few ancillary things. And basically, um, I have a conversation with the bank. I have a conversation with my credit committee, and assuming that we can move forward, you know, um, we submit it to underwriting the next week, and uh, we start the appraisal in the environmental yeah. process. Yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty seamless. I felt like it moved pretty quickly for us. Nice. Um, as well. So, um, what off the top of your head, maybe what are the pros and what are the cons of a five hundred four? Yeah, you know, with respect to the pros, it's you know this whole program is all about keeping as much money into small businesses' pocket as possible. Ten percent down. Uh, you get the fixed rate for twenty five years, and uh, typically the banks that we've worked with are absolutely tremendous. So not only do you get the benefit of working with us. Um, whether it be it, we introduce you to a local bank or you have a local banking relationship, you get to evolve that relationship yeah. from a banking perspective, whether it be a deposit relationship, if they need a working capital line, if they need, you know, another loan for inventory, whatever the case may be, you know, it's really blossoming the business on a go forward basis. Um, with respect to cons, you know, um, I, basically the, we can pri primarily only finance tangible assets, um, mainly in the form of real estate. And equipment. Um, so we can't provide things like working capital loans. We can't provide um, any leasehold build out in, in the majority of scenarios. Um, that's a different type of program. That's called the SBA 7A program, both of which are tremendous programs. Uh, but this really is primarily for real estate. For the real estate, right. So if you need um, to figure out how you can do the build out and the other things that you need, like you said, then apply for our the um, 7A. 7A loan. Yeah, you know, a, a, a scenario that we're seeing quite often um, these days, especially now after COVID, is we're seeing a lot of small business owners sell. Mm -hmm. So to your point earlier yeah. in the conversation, you were talking about selling the business and selling the real estate. So we're seeing um, we're seeing a lot of that right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the 7A is a complimentary pro product uh, where we can lend on the real estate and then whatever bank that we partner with, um, who has the sophistication in this type of lending, they can also facilitate the business acquisition portion as well. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that, that I will often uh, frequently mention when 
people talk about, oh, the, the economy's bad. I'm like, well, I opened my business in 2008, which yeah, was geez. the last recession. But I purchased, the property that I purchased was an existing center. Yeah. So there is a lot of opportunity, as you said, when recessions is usually when some businesses close. But for those who have been waiting to open, it's a great opportunity to do it then is providing you have the experience, capital, credit, et cetera. It's a great time to make that move because you can usually get something that's already close to ready for what you need. Yeah. Maybe requires less money to get it, you know, open and operational. So um, I always feel like that's yeah, the, absolutely. Uh, and, a, a pro. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, fundamentally, the SBA really was designed uh, for job creation uh, at the end of the day. So there's there's three major uh, products under the SBA. Um, going back to your point about uh, the startup nature. So uh, it begins with the SBA Express Loan. Um, that is 50% guaranteed to the banks. So basically, the whole purpose of the SBA is to give a government guarantee to the banks to incentivize them to take a little bit more risk and incentivize them to uh, put some more capital on the street. So, you know, for example, if you're looking at starting a business and you're not quite ready to purchase, um, you identify a leasehold space and you want to build out anything from a restaurant to a daycare to a manufacturer center, mm -hmm. um, you know, under 350000 um, that's permissible. You know, uh, those funds can be used to do the leasehold build out, to buy some equipment, to retrofit uh, the space, just like this beautiful space that we're in right now. Um, and, you know, and so you kind of start there. Um, from there, uh, assuming a couple years go by, you're starting to, you're ready to grow, expand. Uh, then you have the 7A program uh, that provides, I believe, up to an 85% guarantee to the banks, and that can be used for pretty much everything as uh, that's under the express. But that's a lot larger than 350,000. Yeah. So that can be used th for things like working capital, uh, leasehold improvements, equipment, um, you know, various various different things. If there is a business acquisition component to that, that would be a perfect 7A. Yeah. Um, and then on the, on the highest level would be the 504. You know, basically, um, you went from your leasehold and then you grew and then now you're ready to find a building. That's when you go for the 504. And to Mark Hayward's point, the window to Wall Street kind of opens up for you. Um, yeah. You know, you build that liquidity, you build that 10% down, but you still get to save some money in your pocket and you get to build equity in your real estate on a go forward basis. Yeah. Kind of building out your dream building. Yeah. So let's talk about um, some cool projects that you're working on because oh, we're yeah. in Rhode Island and I love Rhode Island and I'm always going to support Rhode Island. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of the cool projects that you're working on awesome. in Rhode Island. Yeah. So this is all public record. Um, so we are very, very lucky. We have some of the coolest clients yeah. in the state. You know, I have a, a special place in my heart for all of our clients. Um, everything from restaurants to daycares to to hotels to breweries, um, you know, for example, um, we just finished a major construction project for a restaurant on Water Street called Chomp. This is his second location. Um, I was at the soft opening on Sunday, and the place looks absolutely incredible. Uh, the burgers there are absolutely delicious. Uh, the drinks were amazing. I love the name. I want to go yeah. to Chomp right now. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Uh, so Sam was an absolutely tremendous uh, client. Uh, we also have a, a few other uh, more boutique uh, catering restaurants as well. Uh, Keen's Catering, uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, barbecue for catering and weddings. Um, we also did a, a poker company, manufacturing uh, company called Eastern Poker. A uh, big shout out to Glenn and Gretel McCrory out there. 
um, they do manufacturing for poker tables for um, pretty much all of the MGM uh, Grand Casinos, oh. a few other casinos out there in Las Vegas. Um, and so, yeah, that's true, like small business lending, yeah. uh, true job creation, manufacturing here in the state of Rhode Island, um, and a few other big ones that we've done um, is Isle Brewers Guild down in Pawtucket, uh, Precious Angels, Pumpkin Patch, other daycares in the area. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Danny Petroselli out there. And uh, yeah, we are just very, very blessed with some amazing uh, small business owners doing yeah. some incredible things yeah. right now. Rhode Island, small, 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 but big business, right? Absolutely. Small yeah. state, big business. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So before we wrap up, um, is there anything that you want to share that we didn't ask or any best tips that you think somebody should know that we didn't talk about? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, whether it be a startup or an existing business, um, it never hurts to begin a commercial relationship with a bank. And that can be as something as small as a deposit account, having a conversation with a commercial lender, um, especially if you're already in business, um, really just developing a, a local presence uh, and a local relationship with a bank that when you are ready to take that next step, they're there to support you. We're very, very lucky here. We have uh, some great banks in the state. And, uh, you know, typical Rhode Islanders, a lot of the lenders here are from Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. They understand the geographics of the market. They understand the economy. And every everybody from uh, Centerville Bank, Bay Coast Bank, Bristol County Savings Bank, Bank Newport, Bank Rhode Island, uh, People's Credit Union, we have some Truly amazing, and I apologize for other banks that I, I, I failed. We love you all. Anybody who gives money to small business yeah. and supports small business, we love you all. But yeah, you know, we just only can speak on the experiences that we've had yeah. personally. So, absolutely, uh, Bank RI, we are a huge Bank RI for yes. Sierra wonderful and Practical Biz. Very, very yeah. wonderful yeah. bank, which for is sure. awesome. Yeah, but I'm sure they're all great. Yeah. Um. So look at the camera. Give folks your contact information. They want to find out more about how to connect with Ocean State Business Development and find out how they can uh, start to purchase their own awesome. personal property. Well, Erica, thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Uh, you can reach out to me, uh, James Tierney, Ocean State Business Development, www.osbda.com. All of our contact info is on there. Feel free to reach out to me. There's no project too big or too small. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Practical Biz Podcast. Again, remember, hit that subscribe button. You know where it is. Leave us a comment below. Give us a like. We appreciate your support so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, started. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? Or register for upcoming workshops and events? Looking to book a guest speaker? Or would like to be a guest on the Practical Biz podcast? Visit our website at stellabusinessconcepts.com.